Safety Net Studio presents. Talking movies with Brian Lataki. And here we go. Here's Brian Lataki. You can do it. Hello, friends, and welcome to Talking Movies. I'm Brian Lataki, and today we go up against Valak with the Nun 2. She's standing in her. This thing, it's come back for me. This demon was once an angel. Rejected by God. Stripped of power. It wants that power back. It's okay to be scared. I'm scared too. You send that thing back to hell. 1956 France. A priest is murdered, and evil is spreading. The sequel to the worldwide smash hit follows Sister Irene as she once again comes face-to-face with Valak, the demon nun. Written by the team of Ian Goldberg, Richard Nang, and Akila Cooper, and directed by Michael Chavez, The Nun 2 stars Tessa Farmiga as Irene, Jonas Bloquette as Maurice, Storm Reed as Deborah, Anna Popplewell as Kate, Bonnie Ahrens as the demon nun, and features Caitlin Rose Downey, Suzanne Burdish, Leontine Doncieu, and Anouk Darwin Homewood. Yeah, so I definitely remember reviewing The Nun and not being too kind to it. But it made money, and The Conjuring series continues to make money, so let's make more money by making a sequel to what is known as a very bad movie. Story-wise, this is not so much a horror movie as it is a religious drama with some jump scares thrown at you. And not only that, but the jump scares are incredibly predictable, as is the movie in and of itself. Compared to the first Nun movie, it is a bit more palatable and I will say a better movie, but it's still an unnecessary movie spin-off of a franchise that is nearing its end. The timeline is strange and had my group questioning how all of this is going to connect to the Warrens and the Conjuring universe in terms of dates. Acting-wise, it was decent enough, but again, nobody really shows what I would call fear. In fact, most actors behave like this is just a normal occurrence. It takes you out of the movie a few times, but as I've said before, when it comes to horror movies, I'm never expecting there to be an award-winning acting, let alone a spin-off featuring the franchise stars real-life sister. Overall, The Nun 2 is more of an unnecessary movie made strictly for the money, and it clearly shows. The story only adds more questions to the bigger storyline, and in an hour and 50 minutes, there's never a real tense moment. While I understand the attempt to round out the story of the demon nun Valak, I simply don't see a reason beyond financial that this movie should even exist. Much like The Nun, these two movies will likely only be rewatched by fans of the Conjuring universe, but remember, that also means that you need to rewatch the first Nun again and I don't think anybody deserves that. I give The Nun 2 a D. School is back in session and it's time to stand out. Nick and the team at Swish Barbershop at 844 St. Mary's Road are ready to line you up and make you look your best. Walk-ins are welcome or you can visit my barber by booking today at boybarbernick.com. I've just been handed an urgent news story. Cannonball! Let's get into movie news you can use and let's start it off with the release of a brand new trailer. Coming soon to a motion picture theater near you. That is the trailer for Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Four years ago, I was basically unemployed. A wanderer with no home. But now, I'm a husband and a father. And I wouldn't have it any other way. I'm not how you did it, pops. 
My job was a little less stressful than yours. Oh yeah, I finally got a job. I'm the king of Atlantis. Half a billion people from every known species in the sea call this place home. But that doesn't mean they don't like me. I'm gonna kill Aquaman and destroy everything he holds dear. I'm gonna murder his family and burn his kingdom to ash. He must be stopped or a global meltdown is imminent. I think I know someone might be able to help us. Cool. You look rough. Good job, little brother. High five. Do not call me, brother. I cannot believe you let this happen. Yeah, well, I hate this job. True king builds bridges, right? True king builds bridges. <laughs> we need to find Manta. He's different now. He's stronger than before. It's the Black Trident. During King Atlan's time, there were seven kingdoms. And the Trident was a curse upon them all. The Trident's dark magic is spreading. He means to end the bloodline. I don't know what lies ahead. But we can't leave our children in a world without hope. You're not as bad at this as you think. If you lead, the Seven Kingdoms will follow. After failing to defeat Aquaman the first time, Black Manta wields the power of the mythic Black Trident to unleash an ancient and malevolent force. Hoping to end his reign of terror, Aquaman forges an unlikely alliance with his brother Orm, the former King of Atlantis. Setting aside their differences, they join forces to protect their kingdom and save the world from irreversible destruction. Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom stars Jason Momoa as Aquaman and features Patrick Wilson, Amber Heard, Nicole Kidman, and Yahya Abdul-Mateen II. Directed by James Wan, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom releases on December 20th of 2023. In the world of upcoming projects, it was announced this weekend that Ketchup Entertainment has snagged the rights to Millennium Media's Hellboy the Crooked Man, starring Jack Kessie as the pancake-eating demon. In Hellboy the Crooked Man, Hellboy and a rookie BPRD agent become stranded in 1950s rural Appalachia, only to discover a small community haunted by witches led by the Crooked Man. According to local legend, Jeremiah Whitkins was one of the first settlers in the Appalachian Mountains of Virginia. He built his house in an area called the Hurricane, and was also one of the worst men in his lifetime, amassing his fortune from the misery of others. Whitkins was eventually hanged for his crimes, and his fortune was dispersed to the winds, but his name and memory became cursed among the locals. However, because of his impressive record of sin, the devil sent Whitkins back to the mortal world as a demonic soul collector. Ha 
Over at Marvel, it was announced that Puerto Rican rapper Bad Bunny is stepping away from Sony and Marvel's El Muerto Project, a superhero film that the studio had removed from its calendar of upcoming releases. El Muerto was a super-powered wrestler who initially fought Spider-Man in a charity wrestling match where he nearly unmasked Spider-Man before being accidentally stung by the frightened web crawler with a paralyzing poison. After being saved from the hospital by Spider-Man, Sanchez's oppressor El Dorado came to claim his life. Seeing that his life was in danger, Spider-Man and El Muerto joined forces to defeat Dorado. A lot of news coming out of the land of horror, starting with the fact that a sequel to 2019's Brightburn seems to be entering production. According to Deadline, the H Collective, which produced Brightburn, is actively launching a new label called H3 Entertainment, which intends to incorporate new technology into the production process of projects it has in development, including a sequel to the horror movie Brightburn. Brightburn told the story of Tori and Kyle Brayer, who found a strange boy who had crash-landed in their backyard. As Brandon nears puberty, powerful darkness manifests within him, and Tori becomes consumed by terrible doubts about her son. Once Brandon begins to act on his twisted urges, those closest to him find themselves in grave danger. In other horror movie news, Bloody Disgusting is reporting that sources are revealing that Tony Todd will be making his return to the upcoming Final Destination 6. Not too many details have been revealed as of yet, but this film is said to revolve around a plot involving first responders. In the previous films, the Candyman star played a mortician character named Bloodworth. According to ComingSoon.net, the Strangers trilogy, based on the 2008 film of the same name, may already be fully completed and set to be released in 2024. The new trilogy, which stars Madeline Petch, follows her character as she drives cross-country with her longtime boyfriend to begin a new life in the Pacific Northwest. When their car breaks down in Venus, Oregon, they're forced to spend a night in a secluded Airbnb, where they are terrorized from dusk till dawn by three masked strangers. The official social media account for the film's tweeted teaser pics showcasing a familiar mask with the caption, shut your windows, lock your door, they are coming. Get your first look at hashtag the strangers trilogy at New York City Comic Con with director Rennie Harlan and producer Courtney Solomon on October 12th at 3 p.m. Well, on the red carpet at the Toronto International Film Festival, Scream star Nev Campbell was asked about stepping away from the role of Sidney Prescott. It's a hard question It's because it's a matter of principle as well. As much as I love the characters that I've played and ones that I've had a history with, um, it's also very important to me the, the concept of equal pay. I think um, we're still not there yet. And I really do believe that had I been a male that the offer would have been different. can't prove that. But it's the feeling I have. And the way that I was treated was not great and feels disrespectful. And so at what point does self-respect come into play? It needs to always be there, right? As of now, Scream 7 is entering production with Happy Death Day director Christopher Landon at the helm, but there has been no announcement either way if Nev Campbell's Sidney Prescott will be showing her face. Moving to the small screen, a teaser trailer was released for Netflix's upcoming film, The Wonderful Story of Henry Sugar. Good evening, Mr. Sugar. Said the man behind the desk whose job it was to never forget a face. Henry Sugar was 41 years old, unmarried and rich. Strange. The following is what Henry read in the Little Blue Exercise book. Gentlemen, I'm a man who can see without using his eyes. He saw it, I cried. He saw that trolley. This is absolutely unbelievable. I was flabbergasted. This is a terrific piece of information. This could change my life. An extraordinary thing happened. All at once, he sees through his own skin. Like an x-ray, only better, he sees everything. Henry was now almost certainly capable of making money faster than any other person in the entire world. Interesting. 
His name was Henry Sugar. I think people ought to know a bit about what he has done for the world. A beloved Roald Dahl short story about a rich man who learns about a guru who can see without using his eyes and then sets out to master the skill in order to cheat at gambling. Written and directed by the quirky author Wes Anderson, the comedic short stars Ralph Fiennes, Benedict Cumberbatch, Dev Patel, Ben Kingsley, and Richard Aote. The wonderful story of Henry Sugar releases on Netflix on September 27th. Staying with Netflix a minute longer, it was announced that the live-action anime One Piece will officially be receiving a second season. One Piece creator Aichiro Oda made the announcement saying, quote, to the Straw Hat Grand Fleet, what did you think of season one of the live action One Piece? I spent a long time working on it with Netflix and Tomorrow Studios. It seems people around the world have been enjoying the show, which makes the hard work from the production team truly worth it. To everyone who's been a fan of One Piece for years and to those who experienced One Piece for the first time, thank you so much. Two weeks after the launch, I just received some great news. Netflix has decided to renew the show. The adventures of Inyaki and the live action Straw Hats will continue onward. It'll still take a while to get the scripts ready, so please be patient. From here on, it seems to me the Straw Hats will need a great doctor. We will see. Based on Japan's highest selling manga series in history, One Piece is a legendary high seas adventure unlike any other. Monkey D. Luffy is a young adventurer who has longed for a life of freedom since he can remember. Luffy sets off from a small village on a perilous journey to find the legendary fabled treasure One Piece to become king of the pirates. But in order to find the ultimate prize, Luffy will need to assemble the crew he's always wanted before finding a ship to sail, searching every inch of the vast blue seas, outpacing the Marines and outwitting dangerous rivals at every turn. It was also announced this past week that Netflix is releasing Stranger Things Scoops Ahoy ice cream coming exclusively to Walmart. Seven flavors are available which include USS Butterscotch Triple Decker Extravaganza Chocolate Pudding Cinnamon Bun Bites and three flavors from the Upside Down Mint Flare The Void and Pineapple Upside Down. As of now the product is only available in the US but other parts of the world including the UK, Italy, Brazil, Mexico and Japan will eventually be included in the rollout. Over at Disney Plus and the Land of the Stars, according to Stephen Glover, the Lando Calrissian project that was in development at Disney Plus is now pivoting from a series to a feature film. Everything you've heard about me is true. Glover said, quote, it's not even a show. The idea right now is to do a movie. Right now, because of the strike, it's like a game of telephone. Glover's brother and the star of the series, Donald Glover, can next be seen in Prime Video's Mr. and Mrs. Smith, which is releasing in early 2024. And finally, we end today on the news that Adam Sandler and Live Nation have announced that the comedian is set to kick off another comedy tour that officially begins next month. With surprise guests in tow, Adam Sandler, I Missed You, will start at Rogers Arena in Vancouver, B.C. on October 12th, before wrapping up in Denver on December 12th. That's it for this episode of Talking Movies. Follow me on social media at Talking Movies PC and download full-length episodes on all of your favorite podcast platforms. And as always, whatever you do, whatever you hear, don't look away. Don't look away.